Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feelings Pod with Sabrina Amina. I am your host, and this is a podcast where I talk about feelings and offer a brief mindfulness practice at the end of each episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Today's um, feeling, today's episode is on panic. And generally the way that I feel called to talk about different emotions is through my own exploration of them and developing um really just cultivating curiosity around emotions and in a moment in my life that feels particularly challenging it's been helpful for me to examine these difficult emotions and process them through speaking and it's my hope that in sharing this process with you um, you can find something that you need here or something that you um, resonate with something that hopefully offers you a bit of comfort And one of my favorite lessons from Kristen Neff's work on self-compassion is recognizing that we're not alone in our human experiences. Um, Yeah, I think that's really beautiful and it's a practice that has really helped me come home to myself. So within... The past few several weeks, I've, I've noticed panic come up and I actually experienced what I'm, I'm fairly certain was my, my first panic attack. And I've been going through a lot of um, big changes in my life. And for the most part, I'm very proud of how I've been able to carry myself through this moment of my life Um, and for the sake of survival and just getting through it I think often we have to shut down some of what we're feeling just to kind of get through our day-to-day tasks Um, I'm an educator I certainly can't get I can't teach (laughs) an entire day of classes while I'm, you know, sobbing over my latest um, sorrow. So I have to kind of compartmentalize and put things aside. Um, And I think, and when I'm out of my practice, when I'm out of my mindfulness practice, when I'm not showing up daily to breathe and be with myself, when I'm not showing up to give my human space, (laughs) Uh, I think this is when we go off the rails. And in the midst of getting through it and trying to push through and survive and do the things I need to do to function every day and keep things going, um, 
my practices fell off. I wasn't journaling uh, as regularly as I normally do. Um, I wasn't practicing my, um, you know, mindful movement. I enjoy a, a yoga practice every day normally when I'm feeling centered and grounded. And the irony is um, I feel centered and grounded when I'm in that practice. And so when I'm not feeling centered and grounded, coming back to the practice um, can be more challenging, but it's exactly the thing I need to help me come back to center. So, yeah, and I was also a bit inconsistent with my, my breathing and my mindfulness practice. So things felt quite off kilter. And I had a visit from my mom and, uh, she, I, I find my interactions with her particularly challenging. Of course I, you know, I love my mother, I, but you know, those relationships can be complicated. And, um, for, for whatever reason, I don't want to get into like the nitty gritty details, but that interaction left me feeling very overwhelmed. And it wasn't just my interaction with my mother. I think that was kind of the, the tipping point for me. I think after a sustained period of just dealing with stressful situation after stressful situation, like this interaction with my mom kind of was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. And that evening, I just found myself kind of, um, you know, having heart palpitations. It was, I was feeling this fear that I couldn't calm myself down. Um, I was trying to tap into my, my breathing exercises and pretty much anything I was trying was felt like it wasn't really helping. And thankfully I'm experiencing this for the first time during a time in my life where I've accumulated an arsenal of self-care tools that I can lean on. I can't imagine how scary it must be to go through a panic attack and just feel confused and lost and not even know what to do. I would, I would probably say that I didn't even notice how anxious I was in my life until I was, you know, in my late twenties. So it's funny how sometimes like there are medical instances where people, you know, end up in the hospital and their body is giving them the signals of, you know, panic and stress, but yet the person doesn't cognitively like recognize that they're under stress. And they say, well, I'm feeling fine. Um, because we're kind of in this practice of bypassing our stress and sorrow and discomfort. So 
so thankfully I had these tools to lean on, um, but nothing seemed to be working. <laughs> so, um, uh, I started calling my people, which is also, you know, a strategy of mine is to connect with people who I consider co-regulators. Um, I called my therapist and I called, um, well, the most important thing was I, I called my therapist who was very helpful and kind of, you know, I wasn't, I was still kind of in a panic mode, but I just felt safer and I knew that I was going to be okay. Um, and then this was, this was probably, I guess, a li probably over a month ago. And I've just been noticing like nothing as extreme as that, but definitely feeling like that panicky, impending doom, heavy feeling. And um, lately I've been doing a better job of turning towards it rather than trying to squash it or escape it or run away from it. And sure enough, that is the most helpful, helpful strategy for, you know, dealing with panic and, and fear. Um, and I just, I just, I want to be clear that I don't offer this as any kind of advice or, um, you know, it's simply a reflection and a share of my experience. And I imagine I'm not alone in this experience and perhaps you hear or see or feel something familiar in hearing this. So I suppose the most important takeaway I've had is just getting really, really curious about what the panic in my body is communicating to me. And every time I think it's a little different, but for the most part, it's my body asking for rest and attention and care. And again, I... I'm not in a moment of panic at this particular moment. I'm feeling quite settled and grounded, which is why I feel I can talk a little bit more about my experience with panic because I tend to feel tremendous amount of shame and hide in moments of difficulty. And I, because the last several weeks have been so challenging for me, I you know, haven't been sharing as much because it feels like I'm not able to when I'm so removed from my, my center, from my practices. Because when we're in a, in a state of fear or a state of panic, we, we kind of, it's, it's sometimes hard to remember all the things that we know that help us. Uh, 
we're just kind of out of touch with those things, it seems. Or at least I sometimes feel out of touch. Or like I'll get into moments where I feel even more shame because cognitively, like in my brain, like I know so many things about how to take care of myself. And in those moments, it almost feels like my knowledge is is useless because it hasn't been turned into wisdom. So what is wisdom really is, is our ability to take knowledge and, and put it into practice and integrate it into our daily lives, actually live into the things that we know. So... Something I will certainly admit that has been helpful for me is, um, I think in another episode I talked a little bit about my experience with um, medications and depression. Um, I had a, several years ago, just before COVID hit, I had a challenging experience with kind of a psychiatrist and feeling a little bit like a guinea pig with trying all sorts of medications. And I was like, after four months of being on like, I think four or five different kinds of pharmaceuticals, I was feeling worse than ever and decided, well, this is, this is not for me. This is not helpful. Um, but now I think about, about four years later, I, I've come back to that consideration and I had a different conversation with a different healthcare provider. Um, I told them about my previous experiences and I'm really happy that I was able to find um, a medication that is really, has really been helpful for me um, over the past couple of days. I tend to feel kind of a resistance to taking medications, but in this particular moment of my life and experiencing like a panic attack and just kind of feeling so far from my center, I felt like I needed some kind of a buoy, if you will, a life raft to kind of help carry me through this moment. And I'm so grateful that I've revisited that because in this moment, it feels like I found something that has been really helpful and supportive for me. And it was really kind of an easy process. So, so, so drastically different than what I went through, um, about four years ago. <sighs> so Let's just get into our practice today. I think I'm feeling complete with um, what I wish to share about panic. So if you are able to um, find a comfortable seat or lie down, if you're not able to practice at the moment, you can certainly pause this episode and, and come back to it when you're ready. 
And then just start tuning into the breath. Start noticing it without changing it. Sometimes just an awareness of something. Sometimes simply turning your attention to something causes slight changes. But know that you don't have to force anything at the moment. Just follow the inhale. And the exhale. Notice what it feels like as your body breathes in air. Notice what parts of your body feel the sensation of air leaving the body, of the breath leaving the body. And from here, you can start to deepen the breath and extend your inhale for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Hold. And exhale for five. One, two, three, four, five and pause and inhale this time at your own pace find a count that feels comfortable for you inhale pause at the top and exhale pausing at the bottom of the breath And I'll be silent as you take three more breaths, full deep breaths, counting your inhale, pausing at the top, and counting your exhale, extending it a bit longer than your inhale, and pausing at the bottom of the breath. And when you're ready, come back to the room. Notice the colors around you and let your eyes settle on something in your surroundings that gives you a sense of ease. Thank you so much for practicing with me today. I hope you have a wonderful day.